Elliot, 601, so we'll get started. Let's stand up if you would. We'll come before our Lord in prayer and see what God has for us here tonight. Pray with me. Father in heaven, um, as we, we heard a song a couple ago, um, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth and as in heaven, um, right here in our hearts. And so, Lord, we would echo that prayer tonight. We, uh, we want your kingdom to come. We want your will to be done. We want your name to be made holy. And, uh, Lord, we know that you'll do these things. And what a joy it is to join you in this kingdom work and, and uh, to be part of what you're doing here, your kingdom, as your sons and daughters. Lord, we know you're faithful and that you'll accomplish these things that you've promised. I love you, Lord God, and open our hearts to what you have to say to us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. I 
How to abide. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while abiding with you. How sweet that Jesus modeled it. And the call to obedience that Pastor Brian presented not too long ago. Key parts to abiding. Key parts for us to learn as we learn to abide with Him. And I depend on you. Let's pray this together. I depend on you. I depend Good evening, everybody. Thanks for coming out. What a great turnout. Thankful that you're here. And uh, like last night, we're going to have uh, somebody share. Actually, it's Pastor Edward Wanisa from uh, Kokolo, Zambia. He's going to be sharing tonight about his ministry. Um, Pastor Max and I have been there. I don't really know quite how many times, but every time we've been there, we've been blessed. I was just thinking as I was kind of preparing for tonight, the 
first time we flew into Zambia to go and spend time with them at the at Faith Children's Village, uh, I got super sick. I was sick, just sick, fever, all th- kinds of things messed up, and and uh, it was so hot. It was so hot. Um, sweating, sticking underneath the mosquito net, no fans that could penetrate it, you know. But uh, one morning, we wake up and the frogs are croaking outside our window. It had rained. We'd heard it rain. It cooled down. But there was no frogs the night before. And it was like the rain just soaked in the ground and woke them up. Right, Pastor? And so I wake up, Max and I look at each other and like, Listen to those frogs singing. It was like worship outside our window from the frogs for the rain, and it was relief to my <laughs> my broken body at the time. But Pastor has been a blessing to me, and this church is a blessing, so I'll listen to him as he shares tonight. Thank you very much. I am privileged to be here during this time of a conference, and we are privileged as a church Uh, to have a partnership uh, that we have with College Heights and also to see what the Lord has been doing and continues to do through this partnership. It's uh, quite a blessing. And um, I will share about what the Lord is doing at Kakolo uh, Faith Baptist Church. It's... um, very difficult for me to distinguish that to distinguish the two portfolios that I occupy as a pastor of Kakolo Faith Baptist Church, as well as being um, a member of the board of directors for Faith Children's Village. So I'll share um, about the ministry of Kakolo Faith Baptist Church, and then I'll show you how. Um, we, our involvement as a church in what the Lord is doing also at Faith Children's Village, in short, FCV. So Kakolo Faith Baptist Church is a local church in Kitwe, Zambia. And right now we have uh, three elders. I am one of those elders. And um, uh, I think you saw... um, Brother Mukuka is one of the three elders as well. And we have Brother Wilbrod uh, Katongo. Uh, um, he's a very good man. Uh, he's older than me, uh, but he loves the Lord and a very humble man. I think those who have been to Zambia, they have met Brother Wilbrod um, Katongo. And then the next slide, <clears throat> it's about my family. I hope you're able to see them. Uh, our daughter uh, on the on the right, and then our two sons, me and my wife, and then the other daughter on the left, uh, Jekolaya, she's the oldest. Uh, and then we have Walusungu uh, in a yellow T-shirt. Uh, no, that's Hesed. Oh, I'm confusing that. Hesed in the yellow T-shirt, Walusungu in the blue shirt, and then my wife, Joyce, in the yellow T-shirt, and then Temwani um, in uh, the white uh, T-shirt as well. So that is a lovely family that the Lord has blessed me with. And um, 
I'm so grateful for this for these people. I think they encourage me. Um, they they're there. They minister to my soul, and I'm so grateful for their ministry to my life, especially to my wife. She keeps us in check. She keeps us going, and we're so grateful to have her as a family. And then I will begin sharing about our um, outreach ministries or church plants. <clears throat> I, so we can go to the next slide, and then you can see the involvement and the partnership of College Heights. Uh, uh, that is a church plant in Chantete. The came, they helped us carrying, uh, carrying the logs. Uh, we were preparing to burn the mud, mud blocks, put them in a queue and burn them so that we can have a better auditorium for the work at Chantete. Uh, so we were so blessed with the people that came. Even in the next slide, you can see how you send out workers. And then you can see Pastor Mike. Uh, um, you know, you have to know your ability. And then you see. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's, he's carrying the logs according to his abilities. And uh, we're so grateful. Uh, also. And then the next slide as well. Uh, you can see also the women were participating. I don't think... Anna can do what she was doing there at the moment. She's lifting the blocks and all the other things. So what happens after we have the blocks, I also put a slide there to just show you that now we make a cune like that. And then the logs that they were carrying, it's what we use to fire and the cune and burn the blocks. So that's a cune. We burn the blocks, and then the next slide will show us that uh, the blocks now are bent, and they are cooling off. And what follows now is a new auditorium being built using the same blocks, so you can move. So that's how the blocks look like when they come out of the queue, and they, they, they look nice. And... Um, so that's the construction of, um, of the new auditorium at Chantete. And then the next slide shows us this building uh, is complete. Uh, complete. And the next slide will show Pastor Royce. The building is being used now. It's looking nice, better than Kakolo, Kakolo Church. We're so grateful for the Lord's provision. Uh, the people are meeting in that building. And then the next slide, um, we have Pastor Royce, our brother, a church planter for Chantete, sharing God's word now using that building. And um, the next slide shows the women as well, ministering in music uh, to the congregants. So you can see that whatever is happening at Chantete is not just our doing. It's God's doing. A lot of people have really contributed to what is happening at Chantete. Uh, College Heights, uh, Kakolo, the people of Chantete themselves, and the prayers of many. And that continues to encourage us that the Lord is building his church. And it 
really continues to encourage the leadership of Kakolo Faith Baptist Church to see that the gospel is taken to other places because we are seeing God bringing people to salvation uh, and we are hopeful that wherever the gospel will go, God will have a people for himself. He will save souls. And so that's about um, uh, Chantete. And then the other thing that I have to mention about Chantete before we move to Kamilili is that now Pastor Royce has identified a young man, Michael Mulai, who is being discipled. And we know that that will be a young man who um, will come and take up um, the leadership of uh, this church plant and take it forward. And uh, it's our prayer that the Lord would continue to mature him and um, the, the training he's receiving, the experience he's getting, the relationship he's having with Brother Royce and also the church family will help him to understand church ministry well. And then from Chantete, we moved to Kamilili as well. And the team came. It's a, it's a crew. You sent a crew of hard workers. And it's not like they did. They were, they were not only working. You see, what I've done, I've not shown you slides from Kakolo Faith Baptist Church. Because at Kakolo Faith Baptist Church, they had taken time. They would be at Kakolo Faith Baptist Church in the morning doing VBS. Okay? Sharing with the teens, uh, the children of a community, and... Um, uh, sharing God's word, and they will come out and help out in the in the in the church plant, uh, in these church plants. Uh, so, and even at Chantete and Kamilili, they also went and shared God's word. Apart from working, uh, rendering their strength to help out, so they were clearing the ground at Kamilili. And by this time, there was no church building. The next slide, please. Uh -huh. So you can see they're working very hard. And then the next slide, uh, you can see some, some of them are having a chat with the children from the community of Kamilili, sharing God's word with those kids. And then Pastor Mike also had an opportunity, the next slide, uh, to share God's word uh, with the people of Kamilili. By this time, they were meeting in the, in the bamboos. I think that was... The, the place they are chosen uh, to meet in. They didn't have any, any like building by that time. And, but they loved coming to hear God's word preached. And we were so much blessed by the faithfulness of Brother Emmanuel and how he continued to share the gospel to this community in Kamilili. And then the next slide, now we have a building. Uh, we have a building uh, a church auditorium at Kamilili as well. And then the next slide will show us that people are using that building. And you can see that they are sitting on what? Timber. It's not, they, it's like they don't have benches, proper benches at the moment. They are using, uh, they are putting some of the, using some of the leftovers blocks and then also uh, timber, and then they are sitting, and they don't care. The, the most important thing for them is that they have a shelter, and God's word is being preached to them. I think you, when you would go 
and then you feel like something is strange here. But for them, it's like, we're okay. We're okay. But we know that probably they will start thinking about having proper benches later. But at the moment, the most important thing is their, the spiritual nourishment. And we are so grateful that Brother Emmanuel is doing a good work here as well. And he's discipling these people. And um, um, so the next slide. So that's a personage. So we don't just have now a church auditorium. We have a share of a personage where we've, we plan that Brother Emmanuel will shift uh, into in June. Uh, our brother Emmanuel is in that period that Brother Kona and Hannah were in uh, when they came to Zambia. They were just excited, uh, looking forward to their wedding day. And then Brother Emmanuel is also looking forward to, to the time that he will marry his bride to be Anes. And um, I wish I had a picture. I would have shown a picture so that you can pray for her. And pray for Brother Emmanuel. I'll show you the picture of Brother Emmanuel. It's right there. Uh, and uh, he's on the motorbike. Uh, this is a new motorbike. I think probably Pastor Mike would have shared about our need for a new motorbike. The Lord provided. And that's how the Lord continues to humble us. He provides. We just have to do what we are called to do. We just have to be faithful to him. Do what we are supposed to do. Take the gospel to where he wants us to take it. And leave the rest to him. And he continues to amaze us. And um, so that's Brother Emmanuel. And uh, he's a church planter. Uh, we are so grateful with how the Lord has worked in the life of our brother. And we are praying that uh, in August... When he marries Anis, they will continue to save together and they will continue to grow together. So, our request as Kakolo Faith Baptist Church to you, our brethren at College Heights, is that continue to pray and continue to desire to come and work with us and um, share the gospel. Uh, help us uh, because it's not about who labors, whether who, who plants or waters. We do understand that when we do our part, the increase comes from what? The Lord. And it's very encouraging to see other believers from across the world come and demonstrate their desire to see that the gospel in other areas or to people in different uh, regions. So, the next slide, I think I'm doing well with time. So, Kakolo's involvement with Faith Children's Village. So, when Faith Children's Village was being set up, we realize that anyone can give physical help. But we also remembered what the Bible says. What would it profit a man 
if he gained the whole world and lost his soul. And I think that is always at the back of the minds of the people who are involved in the running of Faith Children's Village. We do appreciate the physical support, financial support. We cannot do what we are doing at Faith Children's Village without the partnership we enjoy from you and many other believers. But it was intentionally brought closer to Kakolo Faith Baptist Church so that the church would have an opportunity to shepherd the souls of the young people. Because the next slide, the mission statement of Faith Children's Village uh, is to lead each child into a relationship with Jesus Christ and disciple them to be Christ-like in actions, attitudes, well equipping each child with life skills so that they are productive Christian citizens in what? Society. Even as we are trying to help these vulnerable kids with skills, we know that the greatest gift we can give them is to lead them into a relationship with what? With Jesus. So pray for us that we do not drift from this mission. Sometimes we may, it's easy for us to drift, to so much be involved in the projects as funds are made available. Because there are several things we would have loved to do and we would love to do to make the welfare of the kids okay or better. But pray that we are always mindful that the best gift we can give to these kids is when we show them how important it is for them to have a relationship with Jesus. When the team comes in August, like Pastor Mike knows, we always have devotions in the houses so the team members will have an opportunity to share God's word to the kids at the orphanage. You see, it's very important for us because it's like we have this opportunity to make these kids realize that it's not only us who believe that this is important. Even people far away know that a person having a relationship with the Lord Jesus is the most important thing. And that is a blessing. That's why when you guys come, we are so excited because the kids will hear from others that having a relationship with Jesus is important. Especially when someone is coming from America because I think they have everything. Even these people who have everything are talking about what? Jesus as the most important thing. And that becomes an encouragement to the kids. So pray for us that we do not drift from this mission. Thank you very much.
so thankful for the men and women that serve and Pastor Edward and his leadership. And, and honestly, please pray. Please pray for uh, Edward and Makuka and the leaders and the children and just pray for the gospel to spread. Um, it's an amazing thing to see God raise up servants. I mean, the pastors of the the church plants are amazing young men as well. And so uh, Pastor Emmanuel and Pastor Royce pray for them as well. Uh, we are going to take an offering tonight, and it goes for these gentlemen, for Brian and Hallie and Laney and for Pastor Edward and Pastor Shinde. And so pray for them. Um, if it sounds funny when I pray this tonight, I'm praying, and I told Pastor Cindy this, I'm praying that we will hear with Indian ears tonight, because, uh, you know, he's a little self-conscious about his English, I think, sometimes, but I told him to be free. So, ask the Lord to help you, you know, track when the accents are a little bit different than we're used to, but we're looking forward to hearing from God's Word tonight, Pastor. So, so let's pray, and then we'll take the offering. Father... We're so blessed to be here tonight. Uh, Sometimes, Lord, we act like coming together in your name is commonplace. And in some ways, I'm so grateful that it is. But I pray that we would never treat gathering in your name as your body with brothers and sisters that we are close to and with brothers and sisters from different nations and with brothers and sisters who have been called out from us and serve in different nations. Uh, This isn't quite what heaven's going to look like. But Father, the more that we have opportunity to come together and see others that are serving the Lord around the world and hear your word from men that are committed to Jesus and preaching the gospel, the more we understand the incredible impact of Jesus Christ and the love of God through him around this world. And I pray that we would know that. And as we take this offering tonight, Lord God, I ask that you would bless it. Allow us to give thankfully, generously, understanding that that where these monies go, to support these faithful servants is going to be used for your glory around this globe and in ways that we could not even imagine. And I pray, Lord, you'd bless this offering, bless the givers, and and bless where uh, the offering goes. And I do want to pray, Lord, for Pastor Shinde tonight. Lord, your spirit is sufficient for us. And so we are not worried about his accent. We're not worried about... Uh, it struggles with the language, you can overcome all of that. And I pray that you would give him freedom to speak. I pray that your spirit would speak directly to us. I pray that you would continue to speak uh, to us as Brian did yesterday and you spoke through him. And I pray that you would encourage us, Lord, as a church to be renewed and to, to have a heart for Jesus, to have a love for you, to have a passion for others and seeing people saved. And I pray that you would raise up missionaries and raise up pastors and raise up teachers and raise up servants and and raise up men and women that would be faithful here in Casper. And I just pray that you do great and mighty things that we couldn't even ask or imagine as you work tonight. 
and we're going to give you the glory, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. All right, men, come forward for the offering.
poured out grace. You brought me out of darkness. You have filled me with peace. Giver of mercy, you're my help in time of need. Lord, I can't help but sing.
You may be seated. Come on up and speak to us, brother. Thank you so much, Brother Isaiah. Beautiful worship we had. And I thank you, uh, College Heights Baptist Church. I thankful heart for my pastor, Mike. He's, he's like, when he pray, he start with his cry. My heart is broke like anything. So thank you, Pastor, your heart for people, heart for pastors, heart for different country. Thank you so much for your life. Thank you, everyone, those who are taking care of us, uh, Nick Pelwells and uh, all are you, you are taking care of. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, I brought greetings from India, Maharashtra Baptist Society. And Maharashtra Baptist Maharashtra is the state like you have Wyoming state. And Maharashtra Baptist Society is doing a lot of work in India, in Maharashtra. Of course, we are uh, working in Manipur, which is problem going on today. Uh, it's like 3rd May started this problem, and still is going on. I, I supposed to show you one video, but I did not, because there is some problem is there in that video. So maybe tomorrow uh, we will try to show you how the persecution going in India. And thank you for your faithfulness. You are praying to India. And because of that, we are stand. Because of that, we, in that persecution, we are working hard. And that is the great things. The partnership is prayer partnership is the most important in our life. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for your support, prayer support, financial support. And uh, there is many ways you are supporting us. And each and everyone, those who are supporting us and not supporting also, thank you so much for everyone. Uh, I want to read today's scripture portion. Sorry, uh, it's like Hebrew chapter 11, 1 to 10 verse. And I request Sister Peggy to please read for us. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. Yeah, one, two, ten. ten. Okay. For by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about his gifts, and through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death, 
and he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city which has, has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Thank you. Thank you so much, sister. There is some slides is there. Uh, you have to read that slides. And I will speak a little bit, but you have to uh, read. And that is the word. And word always speaks to us. And word is change our life. Today's, uh, yesterday was the powerful message from Pastor Brian. And maybe tomorrow also there is powerful message from Pastor Edward. Uh, today, I'm not powerful to speak, but God's word is powerful to speak with you. And that's I'm going to share. Please, slides, please. The faithfulness, the God is faithful. What he does for us, that is the faithfulness. And because God is faithful, we have to be faithful with our work. The God is given to work to us. That work we have to do by faith and faithfulness. The, any work, maybe you are raising your children, you have to raise them faithfully. You have church, you have to come church faithfully. The church is giving some work to you, you have to do that work faithfully because our God is faithful. And you have to do every work. There is few people there in the Bible, they are faithful. I think so some problem is going on with slides. So don't worry, it's happened. But we have to be faithful with his teaching and his preaching. Yeah. Uh, I will request someone to come forward and sit here and read for me. Uh, I will tell anybody, can please. Yeah, brother Nick Belville is coming. Come. You can sit here and read one by one. I will tell you. Okay. Yeah. 
the, my first slide was the verse 11, uh, chapter 11, Hebrew chapter 11, 1, 2, 3. And is that, uh, there is written like that. The faith is assurance of things hold or for. The conviction of things not seen. The conviction things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. Yes. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. The faith we understand that the universal created by God. So that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Yeah. The things are there. They are not visible. But we have to keep faith on that. When I was in Bible college, they sent us outside to outreach. And uh, we are, that time there is no, that, not that much persecution and we stand to public and sharing gospel. And we are saying like that, oh, there is uh, heaven. We will get heaven. And uh, the, some Buddhist people, they ask us, do you see in heaven? And we are, we are studying Bible college and we don't, we don't know much. And then God put us in our heart and I said, okay, you did not see in heaven. Did you see in America? And they said, no. Do you believe there is America? And they said, yes. How you believe? If you did not see in America, and they said we uh, read the newspaper, we watch the movies, and we, we will see the America is there. So I said, there is heaven, and that written in the Bible. And we believe that there is heaven, and we will get that heaven one day. And then we share the gospel, and the people receive uh, gospel and that is the blessing for us. We will not, we, we can't see that things. But there is there, we have to believe that. And that is, we need to faithful with God. And the, uh, we can see the faithfulness of Abel. For, uh, verse 4, if you read the 4, uh, we will see the Abel offered God. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commending him by accepting his gifts, and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. Yes, he died, but he speaks. Why? Because he sacrificed the good one. Hey, God's people, be a faithful with God. You have to sacrifice your life. Here it comes to giving. I'm not talking about money only, but give your life to God faithfulness. I will, uh, I will say one illustration. There is one woman in, she is widow in South India. And the pastor announced we have to work in North India and someone can please go there and do missionary work. 
and that many people they keep quiet because no one wants to go to north india and very one lady she is widow she stood up and she said i will send my son she was having three son and she sent her to mission and that boy the elder boy he went there and he worked like one and a half year and after some time he got malaria there and he died so many people came church people came to that widow and said oh i am sorry you did this and that and it's happened like that and then pastor after some days pastor again said the work is going very good very nice we need someone to go there the church it kept quiet and then again that lady she stood up and said my second son will be go for that wow what is the sacrifice and that boy went there and he worked very hard and after some days some months some months the news came he is also die with malaria the church was like painful for that lady who oh, i'm sorry sister this is this should not happen and what to do and these and that then after few days the pastor again challenged the church the work is very smoothly going but this happened but we need to send some more missionaries there and who will go the church is keep quiet because they know that those who are going there they are dying and then again that lady stood up and said i will send my third son and that three sons they are obeying obeying their mother and that third son also went and he worked like 3 years and he did good job he planted one church there praise the lord praise the lord north india is very stubborn like they don't receive jesus christ probably but because of this widow and because of their sons they went as a missionary they planted one church but after 3 years that son is die the all church people went to this widow's house they are saying i'm sorry this should not happen and this and that and they are comforting her and then pastor was again calling to people in the church and the church is keep quiet that lady stood up and she is crying she is crying and people was thinking oh maybe he she lost three sons that's why she is crying and pastor asked her why you are crying when your son died you did not cry but why you are crying and she said 
I'm not having four sons. And then the church get up and they said, we will send our children to mission work. And then the Uttar Pradesh means South, uh, North India, they started work there. And there is lots of people in North India, they are working very hard and they are receiving Jesus Christ. So that is the work in India is going on. The faithfulness like Abel, he sacrificed good one. See, give means the money, only money. We have to give money, but we have to give our lives to God as a faithfulness to work among the people. Which people? Those who don't know Jesus. We have to work there. And that is the faithfulness that lady have. And the church came out to serve the Lord. The next slide says about verse 5th and 6th. Hebrew chapter 5th and 6th. Yeah. By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Yes. Enoch. My, na- my son name is Hanok. It's mean Enoch. And Enoch, he pleased God. How many years you know that? How many years? 300 years he pleased God. His life was 365 years. Maybe he, first 65 years, he's not with Lord. Maybe. And after 65 years, he got son, Mathushalam. And then, he knows God, what is the God. And when he knows the God, then he, he made God to happy always. It's not easy joke to God, uh, we have to make God happy. Always. We are mankind. We do mistakes. But in all 300 years, he's pleasing God. Why? Because he is faithful man. And the benefit was he did not die. God took him in the heaven without die. What is faithfulness of Henoch? And I like that character and that's why I kept my son name Hanok, Enoch. We call Marathi Hanok. What we think about ourselves. Can we want to please God always in our life? Through this Hanok, Enoch. We have to learn, we have to please God always. Without pleasing God, he will not happy with us. 
when we do wrong things he when we ask forgiveness he forgive us that is his faithfulness god's faithfulness but what about us always we are making god to please day and night and that is the character i seen in enoch the next slide says about noah verse 7 by faith noah being warned by god concerning events as yet unseen in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household by this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith yeah he is the righteous man and that righteousness comes by faith and anok uh, sorry noah is the faithful man god call him god is very uh, unhappy with people why because they are vast they are doing very bad things very badly and god was destroy god wants to destroy all this mankind people in the earth but he saw one family one man he is faithful he is having kindness and because of that god command him to build ark big ark you know that how many days he is going to build that ark some people say 70 years some people says like uh, some uh, doctor says like 10 100 years and some says 120 we will keep that ratio like 70 to 120 years 120 years their family working to build this ark and people laughing at him what he is doing but by faith he is doing this work and that's why those who listen god there is nothing nothing rain things is there nothing anything is there but he is going to build this ark 70 to 120 years he is going to forest he is cutting woods he is giving shape and he is nailing them uh, in that ark it's not joke 70 years uh, last week we were there in a conference oasis conference and we see there is lots of pastor like mike pastor is working like 40 years there is 45 year pastor they are working very hard and they are faithful with their work thank you pastor being a pastor it's not joke because we have thousands of people many people we have to discuss with them and deal with them the people are not buttons they are not walking like buttons 
you'll push the button, they walk. You'll push the button, they stop. They say, okay, pastor, I will do that. But they do differently. And it's heartbreaking for pastors. There is thousands problems comes in the church. The believers having problems. And we have to deal with that. I heard there is thousands pastor they are going back to their works. They are not as a pastor anymore. In USA also. Why? Because they don't want... Maybe their calling is not for pastors. Maybe they came as a pastor like, oh, we get money. They came pastor like, we gave, we, we, be, we maybe receive fame. Because of that, they come to this ministry. No, 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 no. This is highly God's calling for pastors to work, stay in that work. And those who are staying continue up to death, I salute them. Because you know the real highly God. Some, some people, they start their good with good things, but they finish with bad things. So those who pastor committed like Noah, they built it, the ark, 70 to 120 years. That is the faithfulness. What is the reward they got? Their family saved. Their family saved. I am going very slowly. I'm sorry. We will read the last portion of uh, this character, 8 to 12, about Abraham. And you people know about Abraham. Yeah, please read. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as, as good as dead, were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of the sand by the seashore. Yeah, Abram is a faithful man. And I don't want to tell about him more because you heard about Abram from childhood to still now. He is faithful. He don't know who God calling because his God was different. And that God is saying, the living God is saying, Leave your father. Leave your everything. And come where I am showing. And he took his wife and nephew. And he went there 
We just don't know where he is going. What he will eat. What he will do. But his faithfulness, that living God is calling to him. And he is faithful entire his life. And because of him, the Israel came out. Praise the Lord. They have like milk and honey's river. And I seen that this time I went, uh, 2018 I went to Israel. And I was cried. When I see the Israel, I went to Jerusalem. And in the Jerusalem I seen, I cried. God, your faithful man Abraham came to this land. You blessed him, but now the Jerusalem, there is lots of mosques. And evening, we reached like six o'clock, and they are shouting like the mosque is shouting like anything. And I said, We are in Israel, his place, and what is going on? I was like, I, my heart is broken. And I'm crying. No, Lord, we are thinking about Israel is different way. And what is this? What is going on? Abraham is faithful. But the many Jewish people, they don't receive Jesus Christ. And that is the problem. But I thank God, I've seen that things in USA, the honey and milk. First time I came here, 2013, college heights called me, Pastor Brian, send me later to come here. And Pastor Jason and Brother Nick and Pastor Clay, they were uh, helping me to come here. And that is my first time in America. And I was like, What? This is heaven for me. <laughs> it's like America. And I, I, I stood with Brother Nick's house, 2013. And when I opened the door, uh, the refrigerator door, I seen there is a four can of milk in his uh, refrigerator. There is syrup, honey, like anything. And I was thinking, yeah, this is the country. Honey and milk is there. <laughs> yeah, that is the blessed one. That is the blessed one. You, you don't know, you don't know, American, how much you blessed. Why? Because you receive Jesus Christ. You trust in God. And that's why you are blessed people. I see in way of my church, coming time, there is one temple is coming up. I don't want to take their names. I will tell you, that is curse for you. Because I see there is curse in India. They have lots of money. Government have lots of money, but there is curses there because 33 million gods. I'm uh, 
listening from childhood, maybe 36 million gods and goddesses. They don't know real God. Who is the real God? Who is the creator? Who is create them? But they are not worshipping them. But they are worshipping other things. And if we go to tell them, they are beating us. They are using bad word to us. Because why? If we read Isaiah, there is, we will see, go and preach them, but they should not listen. To whom? These people. But America people, God chosen you. If you keep quiet, it's going on, let's go. No, no. There is wicked word is there. There is wicked people. I went to uh, Kansas one time and I met one doctor. He is Indian doctor. And he asked me, did you like America? And I said, so much. And what, uh, and he's asked second question, what did you see in America? And I say, I went many churches and they are faithful, they are worshipped like anything, they have music. Ah, oh, wow, I like that. And he said, tonight come with me, I will show what is the America is there. I said, no, I'm happy with church. I don't want to see what you are seeing, but I'm happy with Jesus, what he is doing. My cash for believers, God's people, I re humbly request that is the message of God to you. Be faithful with God. To mission work, for God, because I said yesterday, the heartbeat of God is mission. And mission start from our home. Mission start from our home to neighborhood, neighborhood to our city, our city to different places. And this mission is not only for mission pastor, not only pastor, not only evangelist in the church, but everyone have to do this work by faith and faithfulness. You will receive the blessings. I will read the last. Uh, there is two uh, verses is there, but I request you to go last slide. Last one. Matthew chapter not this one, yeah, Matthew chapter 25, verse 11, uh, 21. Please read for us. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Yeah, thank you, brother. Faithful servant. Well done, faithful servant. If you do God's work faithfully, the God's work... Start from our home. We have to raise our children faithfully. You have to stay with your wife faithfully. You have to stay with your husband faithfully. 
You have to work for church faithfully. You have to share gospel faithfully. Because he is the faithful God. And when we finish our race, we go to heaven, that's a, that time God will ask, God will welcome you like this. Hey, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome. He will not ask how much you earn money, how much you did work, how much you, that and this. He will only welcome you with your faithfulness what you did. Let's pray. I request team to come forward. I request pastor to come forward. Before we pray, if, if you are, I know you believe Jesus Christ, but something is wrong with our life. Today is the day. Give to the Lord. If somewhere you are wrong, give your life to God as a faithful servant. And stay faithful until and unless we go to heaven.
talk about faithfulness and um, here is a man uh, that comes a long way uh, and he shares from his heart about the what we call simple things in the word just you know Abel just the God who creates the universe from nothing Enoch who walked with God and then he was not because God took him. (laughs) Small things. Abraham, Noah, I mean, he built an ark and we don't know for sure that it had rained before. We don't know for sure. Possibly had not ever rained and he's building an ark. And we we hear from a man who goes, I'm going to faithfully share Christ in a country where the persecution is growing like a cancer against Christians. And and sometimes, you know, we think it doesn't matter if we do much. But then he says, right, we're a blessed country because we believed in Jesus. And then he mentions something that has always settled in my mind from reading Esther, right? Esther, they're about to kill all the Jews in the territories of the great king. And God has put you in this place for such a time as this. And don't think that if you don't act, that you'll escape the judgment. God will raise up a deliverer from somewhere else. He says, if we stop speaking, right, it's going to come from someplace else. But we, we forget the depths of the blessings that come by sharing. You know, I, I, I almost jokingly share a lot of reports from the gas station at McKinley and 15th. I stop there every Sunday morning, get a soda, my bane of my existence, right, but I keep doing it. And there's been lots of different people I've prayed with and witnessed to, and there's been a girl in there, in and out, and uh, I've been praying for her and her husband. And so Sunday I'm in there, and I'm talking to her. She's back. She hasn't been there for a month. And I just asked her how things were going. She says, really good. And I says, well, that's fantastic. Why? Well, God's been working in my life. She says, I've been listening to you on YouTube. And I'm like, <laughs> I never know what to say to that. But uh, she says, uh, she says, it's been good. And she says, I know God's good. And I'm, I'm trying. And all I do on Sunday morning at about 5.30 is walk in there, buy a soda, and say, how can I pray for you? I ask that every Sunday morning when I'm in there with these guys. Sometimes they say I can, sometimes they say I can't. But every Sunday morning, it's all I got for them is, how do I touch you? Why wouldn't I want to touch you? Why wouldn't I want to help you? Today, we were at lunch. Pastor Max says to a young lady waiting on our tables, hey, have you, do you have any relationship with Jesus, any knowledge of Jesus? No, I don't, but I've been having some really hard times. And Pastor Max shares with her briefly, 
gives her a place to go to a website and is going to follow up with her because she gave him her, her phone number so he could follow her, her email address so he could follow up with her. Just a question. Just a question. And we think faithfulness, right, is to, to, to sometimes send your son someplace. And sometimes it is that much. Sometimes it is that high, high calling. But sometimes it's just just living for Jesus, just talking, just stepping out, just speaking up. And uh, there is no replacement for faithfulness. We read the verse, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For those who come to him must believe that he is, who come to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him, right? Without faith, it's impossible. So let's pray for God to give us faith, not just to walk with him and please him like Enoch did, but to to speak, to love, to go, to send, right? Who wants to go to northern India? <laughs> yeah, me too. But anyway, <laughs> just as an example, let's pray about it, okay? Thanks for being here tonight. One more night. Uh, Pastor Edward is going to be sharing with us tomorrow night. Join us. Bring somebody with you by faith. Let's see what God's going to do. So let's pray. Father, we're blessed, so blessed, so blessed, and not by being Americans. That's a gift, and we're grateful for it. But the blessings come from being yours. And the joy of our life is to love you and to love others, and to serve you, and to serve others. That's where joy comes from. And it's hard. Sometimes it can be very sacrificial. Sometimes, Lord God, we don't want it to last so long. We don't want to give so much. We don't want to have to persevere through the hard times, or the trials, or the discouragements, or the fears. But there's so much joy in it. And it, there's so little joy in everything else. Everything of this world is fading. Everything of this world is, is cheap. It breaks. It, it falls apart. It lets us down. But not you, Lord. Lord, I pray you'd make us individuals of faith. I pray you'd make us a church of faith. And I pray that we would be faithful because you are faithful and we can trust you. And we're not afraid to trust you. We'll go where you want us to go and say what you want us to say because you have us and you're going to take care of us. So give us that faith, Lord God. And thank you for Pastor Shinde. Thank you for his family. Thank you for his church. Thank you for his faith, his courage. Thank you, Lord, that he steps out daily in prayer through the word to touch the lives of those around him in Mumbai. Thank you, Lord God, for the other pastors that serve there. May you bless the believers in India as persecution rises, that they would stand firm in their faith, that they would be steadfast and immovable, and they would fix their eyes on Christ the author and perfecter of their faith, Lord God, and run the race with endurance. 
then I ask, Lord God, that we would do the same. And Lord, I love you. Now please bless us as we leave. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen.